news, the air quality here in peace-loving Norwood this week has taken its toll. We're keeping the garage door on Hudson Avenue closed against the wildfire smoke in Canada. But Clay at our core is with you. This is episode 34, and I'm your Clay pal, Ann Saker. It's taken us here at Core Clay a minute or two to catch our collective breath against Ensika, but today we're talking with gallery director Sam Lugansky about the next big event in the Mason Gallery. The gallery's second annual juried show devoted to bowls opens on July the 10th and runs through August 11th. A Bowl Lot of Love features more than a dozen works from ceramic artists near and far. In fact, Core Clay studio member and friend of the podcast, Beth Loudenberg, will display a bowl in this cool show. The juror was the wonderful local artist, Brenda Tarbell, and we thank her for her efforts. Sam tells us all about the genesis of the show and how this year's presentation came about. Here's our conversation. I'm doing great, Ann Saker. It's been a it's been a wild week and weekend. It was Cincinnati Pride this past weekend, right. and it's going to be even a crazier weekend. What's this, happening this coming weekend? Oh my Sam? God! It is the Cincinnati leg of the Eras Tour. I mean, absolutely confounding, crazy, wild, and I have tickets for the first night. Wow! I know. Man. And for this, us geezers who can only guess at this. Uh, the Eras Tour is by none other than Miss Taylor Swift. Miss Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and uh, she just announced that she's going to do another year of shows overseas. I know. So is she, is she working on nuclear power here? <laughs> what is going on with this woman that she has like energy to set a whole city on fire? I have. I mean, well, she's she's just. I mean, I think she's one of the most famous people in the world, right? Yeah, but it's not fame that drives. I mean, you don't have to be famous. No, but she's just like. I mean, tour. she's like. A, I don't even know how to say it. I think Taylor, for me, right, is nostalgia, past, present, future, right? right? Like she's one of like she's one of the few women who have just really stood a, a really solid test of time. Truly. Right. Consistently yeah. reinventing herself. Yeah. Always and forever. Yeah. You know, each new project is a whole different side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just like, I'm going with, uh, past artist and resident Hannah Staba and, uh, and my, and a very good friend of mine, Greta, and we have great seats, lower bowl, um, like a little bit of a restricted view, but not too bad. It's going to be a great time. You could sit in the nosebleeds and you're going to have a great time. So what is the song that you are just going to die a million times that she does for you? Oh my God! So the song, so she does surprise songs. So she does two surprise songs each show. Two surprise songs. So basically, it's like what a whole. Mean? It's a it basically they're mysteries. So like whatever okay. she decides to sing. Sometimes like the openers will tell her what they want to hear okay. or something like that. Right. But but I mean like the surprise songs. I was just talking to Hannah about this. The surprise songs I really want for me personally. There's like three, even though she only plays two. My number one is a, is a project that it's it's a song called Renegade and she's featured on it with a Big Red Machine, which is a kind of like a collaboration between Bon Iver and the National, two right. pretty large Cincinnati right. music figures. Boy, that'd be something. I mean, it'd be absolutely crazy. Um, second one is Ivy. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, she she's um she's yet to play it. I'm I would I would shave my head if she played Ivy. 
I'm kind you of. You heard it here first, <laughs> listeners of Play I'm, at Our Core. I, I'm kind of kidding, but also like okay, I, I would just be. So. I would be. I told you to this. I, I would be sobbing. I, I would just be sobbing. It'd be great. Uh, and then the last one is a newer one. Hits different. Um, she's already played it. She played it in Chicago. It's probably not going to be played again because um, it was played so recently. But she does repeat songs off of her most recent album for the she's surprise really song. She's got a gigantic book. Crazy she? discography. Yeah, crazy. And she's doing this for like two more years. Yeah. She's just added another show uh, in Vienna, and Hannah's freaking out about oh it. Oh, my God. She's like, it's time to visit home again. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> you know? Well, we couldn't, you know, unless Taylor Swift gets into pottery, we'll probably just set that topic aside for now. I but, know. So let's, so the reason I wanted to have, it's been a while. It's since been a minute. been on the mm-hmm. podcast, but I wanted to talk to you about uh, the next show that we're going to have at the Mason Gallery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, wanted it. It opens on July the 10th, correct? Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about this show. What's it called? So this show is the second annual, now, Bull Lot of Love show. A Bull Lot of Love A Bull Lot of Love. We love our puns <laughs> here, don't we? Uh, you it's know, crazy. Right. You know, it was so funny because we were, when, when we first started the Bull show, we were like, okay, like we can't just call it the Bull show. Like, that's fine. Like, I know we call it in passing and all of that, the Bull show, but... We wanted, like, just, we wanted a weird name. So finally, we were kind of sitting there, and we were, like, we were all, like, eh, bull this, bull that, yada, yada, yada. And finally, I just, I just typed into Google, bull puns. <laughs> and there was just this, I was, like, this really kind of, like, weird website, and it just had a list. And I think Bull Out of Love was, like, the 20th one down or something wow. like that. And I was, like, and I was, like, that's funny, because, like, Bull Out of Love, right? Like, whole lot of love. Uh, and it's just, like, um... It's great because now we have like all these like really weird psychedelic kind of like sixties seventies vibe to a lot of our marketing. So it's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun, and it's 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 a good name. Um, and truthfully, like the golden earring. Absolutely. Is the name of the band who did a whole lot of love. Really? Yeah, oh my earring. god. I love the one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. One hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, it, the bull show is absolutely awesome. I, the first so year of it. So tell me about that. Yeah. I, well, the whole idea. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. So the inception of the bull show is like in so in ceramics, right? Like uh, like any call for entry. There's a lot of cup shows. I've seen some plate shows. I've seen you know I've seen mug and cup shows. There's a lot of those, and I was like, okay, let's be let's take that theory, let's take that vibe, but just like tweak it ever so slightly, so we're different than the other girls, of right? Because here at Core Clay, we're different than the other girls. We are. Uh, <laughs> but so so we wanted to do a bowl because like I mean like. As a form, right? The bowl is something that equally, like, how I look at it personally is, like, from surface design, it has equal parts inside, like, interior and exterior. There's a whole lot of real estate. With a cup, right, like, it's a closed-off form where you get more of the outside. But a bowl, right, is just pure, like, 50-50. You're going to deco the inside, deco the outside. You have these two surfaces to kind of play with when it comes to making kind of like your own stamp or form on a piece. So I think it just made sense for us, you know? And you can, like, you can have pasta, you can have coffee out of a bowl if you feel like. I mean, like, I don't know what you do with your spare time, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Uh, Like, it's just just an incredibly utilitarian thing that I felt like wasn't being represented. It is one of the – it's one of the first forms you learn how to throw. It's the easiest, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. What what makes you think it's the easiest? Well, I mean, like, for me – 
when any time so when I started making like when I started like throwing on the wheel right like I wasn't good at plates because I always had that weird little dimple in the like the like the like little mountain in the middle yep. I was not good at that Every time. I, yeah I like I was I, 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 I wasn't good at plates and I honestly frankly I wasn't good at making stuff stand up either so what I made one of the first pieces I ever made was this just really low bowl and because it was just like like I didn't have to reach down or flatten it down enough. I just kind of like pulled it in that nice diagonal way. And of course, centrifugal force, right, is already moving it out. Right. So the bowl's just really like, I mean, it's just there's something about it. You know, there's just like it's a great, it's one of the best utilitarian forms, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. And not celebrated enough. Not so underrepresented. I agree. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I remember when I took my beginner class with none other than Emily Hobart. Mm-hmm. I, we, we, what stuck in my mind was Emily's observation that really the uh, a, the exterior of a cup is more important than the interior. interior, right? And the interior of a bowl is more important than the exterior because it's the first thing you see. Yeah. When you look, when you're looking for a bowl, you're looking for the roundedness yeah. of its interior. Right. When you're looking for a cup, you're wanting the obvious right, 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 right. Yeah, I feel like for me, like so, like I love that personally, right? right? Like the first thing you are looking to in a bowl is the interior. I feel like for me, I there's some. I think there's so many possibilities with all of these forms, right? I would, I would say for me. I look for like 50-50 inside outside. Okay. The first thing I look at, right, is the interior, but secondarily, like I I love a pedestal foot. I think mm-hmm. we know this by now. Yes. Like a little high foot. Yep. The bull's just really low, kind of you know, curving outward. Perfect. We love that. Yep. I mean, you know, classy foot on yep. a on a bull. I'm done. I'm sold. You get my money, right? But I would say like <laughs> for me what I like about the bull, I feel like the plate for me is all interior. Like it's all like that flat front. Yes. The bowl is a nice mixture of 50-50, you know? Like, you can have a bowl that's decorated beautifully on the outside and really, really boring on the interior, right? Um, But but as long as that outside is, like, suggesting a cool enough form, it kind of makes up for it. So, like, that's kind of what I love about the bowl. Like, you have so much spaces that are equally kind of as important, right? Yeah, I am. So that's why the bowls, yeah, bowl of love. Okay, and so we decided to do that. And mm-hmm. the first show we did last year, we yeah. drew uh, a lot of, we probably drew like maybe 20 entries, 20, 25 entries. I think it was, I, got, I, I would have I to forget, look again. Right. Um, but it it's was a juried show. Uh, yeah, right? so, it was a, so it was a juried show. We submitted applications and yeah, it photographs. The first year was honestly really surprising. You know, like I had some really great people from last year, like um, – Brian Sarima and um, Meg Lavassier and who else was in there? Oh, Taylor Mezzo. Taylor Mezzo. Some, like, really cool, like, heavy hitters. Yeah. Folks have been making work for a second. Folks have been, like, published in Ceramics Monthly. Some really cool people came through. Um, and this year was definitely just as cool. It was building on that, right? right. Um, I would say I think we had, like, a few more this year. Like, I think there was growth. Um but yeah, like this year, there were just like I think it was definitely a more of a different vibe. Well, describe what did, what were we get? What was there a theme overall to what was selected? First of all, who yeah, was yeah. Our, who was our juror? Yeah, our so juror? our juror was uh, the one, yeah. truly the one and only Brenda Tarbell. Yay, Brenda you know, Tarbell. Brenda Tarbell. Uh, Brenda Tarbell is a local legend. Not not even local legend. She's just like a hand building legend yes, in this is. part of it, like this part of Ohio. Yes. Um, the most sweetest, most kindest, most amazing person, truthfully, yeah. um, makes beautiful, really organic, 
the shaped, very, like, very polished, very crisply finished, organic forms, utilizing, like, a bunch of different colors, like, a lot of white, a lot of green. I've seen a few pieces from her recently um, that are kind of this, like, nice yellowy orange, uh, beautiful white crackle, very, like, urchin-y, flora fauna type of ass stuff. So, and and I've seen quite a few of Brenda's bowls over the years, and, um, I mean, like, who else to judge it? Someone who has that level of skill, that level of aesthetic, that le- you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, that level of execution. So when I asked Brenda, um, you know, it was just kind of like, it was kind of like, it was just a no-brainer, you know? Um, so Brenda juried this year. Did you talk her into it, or was she, like, on it? I, I, from, what, from what I was told, I think she was pretty excited to just do it. Yeah, <laughs> which is always good, yeah. you know? I mean, like, I think it's always cool to be asked to be jurying, because it's like, it's like, you know, the taste is there, yeah. obviously. Right. So, and Brenda has impeccable taste. Right. So basically, we are going to try and get Brenda on the podcast here to talk about her process. Yeah. So that would be great. Absolutely. So this year, um, I forget how many. Overall, I think we had around forty bowls, and I think like twenty something, twenty or so submissions. Okay. Um, pretty wide range. Um, this year was really interesting. I think we had a little bit less color this year than we did in the previous year. Okay. A little bit more muted. Um, I would say hmm, there were some really cool standouts. Um, one of the biggest ones was, oh my God, I, I'm forgetting her name and I feel really bad. I haven't taken a look at the submission table in a second. But there was, this, there was a trio that all three got in and it was of these like pretty conceptual pieces um, about like uh, menstruation and things of that nature that were like really interesting feminist pedestal bowls. Okay. Uh, they photographed beautifully i am so sorry i'm like completely skipping out on the name of the artist okay well we'll put it in the notes right put it in the footnotes sure. um what else was there breath loudenberg always shows out uh is a returning vet from last year right. uh beautiful tangerine dream piece uh great great application of commercial glaze um oh marie haymaker i'm pretty sure right. i'm pretty sure she did these bowls <laughs> that are these adorable bowls with beautifully sculpted dogs in them like very like very realistic little sculptures um i think there were a corgi and then there was a basset hound the two that got in wildly great sculpting so like a nice mixture of like mild functionality with you know like obviously more sculpture yeah a little bit more sculptural um yeah so I don't know. It was a, there was definitely a really good pool this year. Um, I'm really excited to see that there were a few more people from outside of kind of the Midwest, right, right. Uh, which is always good to see. Um, like our first year, it was pretty like Midwest, Pennsylvania, kind of centralized. Um, yeah, it was. So where did, where's our, do you know where our farthest uh, submission would come from? I think there's one person from California. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. There's one person from California. That's very cool. Yeah. I, think, I like to think that... Uh, how we perform during Inseca? Do you think that that helps get our word out there, get our vibe out there? Well, I think Inseca. So I think kind of like the the remnants, <laughs> kind of like the uh, the I don't know, like I don't know I don't really know how to call it like the aftertaste sure. <laughs> of Inseca, yeah, the afterglow of Inseca, right? Like like I think um, it's what what it's given us is it's kind of just allowed us to pull from further reaches. It's allowed us to have our kind of hands a little bit further than just the Midwest. I mean, we have uh, two new artists in residence, one coming from Colorado and one coming from California this year. Um, And don't get me wrong, I I would like to say like our residency program is always pooled 
a little bit further always you know i mean we've had folks from like hannah like i was speaking about who i'm going to the Eras tour with from you know vienna oh not vienna um a little smaller town in austria right. so we've always had a pretty solid reach yes yeah exactly so um you know and like alondra being from idaho and then we have darren um from springfield illinois so like you know but but we've always had a pretty good pool but like this year i think like you know we're reaching pretty far into the west coast so uh which is always really cool but yeah i think this year it was it it branched out a little bit more and right like i think any annual show you always just want to be building upon that you always want to be building like a little bit more recognition a little bit more like, oh, there's no application fee for this show. Right. This show is accessible. This right. is something that is still giving people like a pretty solid cut, right? Like you always want all of that. And um, this is a show where you don't have to be some famous artist. I mean, you can be no. a member of our studio and just be oh, or a member of a studio in Boise, Idaho, yeah, right. right? I mean, you don't you don't I mean, have to be like some super duper hot street. You know, no, and I think person. yeah, I think anybody can mm-hmm. enter this mm-hmm. exactly. And I think like. And I think we've had a lot of folks. Like we've had folks who have been doing this for like, um, like more in like kind of a like a weekend warrior type of sense right. instead of someone who's in here like six days a week busting out production work, right? Like I think that's the beauty of the bull show is that there is there's a lot of different people. I mean, there's there's bulls there were there, there's bulls that were denied that are folks who are pretty reputable. Yeah. In comparison to someone who's been, do, you know, so. Like, uh, I think I think this year, much like last year, there was blind jurying, so. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's a huge help. Sure um, is. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, tell us about how the show will run from the 10th of July until. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't thought right. that far. Oh, okay. <laughs> My phone's yeah. off. I think uh, I'm, I, f- I forget exactly what the you date is. for a month. Right? Yeah, so it's about a month or so. Yeah. I think I'm going to extend this one for about a month and a half. I forget the exact date. So it's okay. going to be around a month and a half. All right, but yeah. will we have an opening night? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Come July, out. On come on out July 10th. Okay. We will have sparkling water. Right. We may have a yingling or two. All right. Or, uh, you know, cheese and crackers. Oh, I hope so. And just some, I mean, Taylor Swift, of course, playing softly well, in the we'll background. Be playing, you're on, I, I, I <laughs> Folklore and Evermore. You come in and relax. Oh, my Do a little God. hand over the front <laughs> I would, I would, um, I would need a escort on an airplane. My brain chemistry would be altered. Uh, I could, I could not handle um, the. Uh, just the thought of it just blows your mind. Uh, I would, I would need someone to uh, drive me around for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah. No, I would, I would, I, I would need to go to an inpatient stay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I could never. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking that I'd like to uh, make an offer to Joey Votto during the off season. <laughs> you should. Just come out here. You should. You know, just relax here in the yeah. studio. Nobody will bother you. Yeah. Learn how to throw. It'll be a very cent- it's like chess. Oh, that'd be amazing. Very centering experience for yeah. you. And it is super centering. Yeah, I think you yeah. would. I think it'd be good for him. Oh my god. Would, yeah. So. Anyway, yeah. So speaking right. of so one last thing, PSA. Yeah. For Cincinnatians, the Cincinnati folk, yeah. do not go down to downtown. <laughs> there is a Reds game. There is a Taylor Swift. I forget what else is going on. It's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. So just take care of yourselves. Yeah. Stay in. Right. If you're going out, don't walk more than a block. Right. Take care of yourselves right. and let the crazy happen on the riverfront. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. If you feel like joining us, come join, I right. guess. But be careful. Be careful. All right, Sam. Thank you so much. No problem. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, Potters, please don't yell at me.
I know, I know, it was Led Zeppelin, one of the monster bands of the 1970s that recorded Whole lot of Love, not, and I mean not, Golden Earring, which did deliver the truly awesome hit Radar Love and was never heard from again. My baby boomer power rock radio credentials is going to be in danger. Anyway, you now have the information you need from Sam Bogansky to come and drink in a bowl out of love running July the 10th through August 11th at the Mason Gallery on our Montgomery Road entrance. Be sure to make a note of it in whatever tracking medium you prefer. Me, I still use paper calendars. Don't forget the first Friday kiln opening on July the 7th here in the garage where you'll feast your eyes on the wares with crystalline glazes. And you won't want to miss that. Our next episode features studio member Amanda Hutchinson, who is a year into her pottery journey at Core Clay. We like to talk to potters at all skill levels here at Clay at our core. Beginners, particularly, bring something refreshing to the art form, and you'll enjoy hearing Amanda talk about finding her way at Clay. And last, thank you to the phone call from a listener who remarked on the rather, mm, let's call it uneven sound quality in the podcast. Thank you, Ursula, for the production note, and I promise I'm working on it. Until next time, this is Ann Sager, hoping your kiln gods are smiling upon you. Thank you.